Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the GNT Podcast. You're here with Bolo. Now we're here to give you the opinion you've never really asked for. <laughs> we're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Bolo has a performer. <laughs> and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Mm. And we're here to give you our professional, professional, professional review on RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race, Race Season 16. So let's raise a glass or a bottle and start spilling the GNT Podcast. Clank. Everyone, welcome back to the RuPaul's Drag Race live podcast review where we watch a one time three. In segments, give you our live opinions, how we think, what we feel, what we're seeing, the vibes, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. And if we can give our expertise on performance or Tom psychiatrist therapizing. <laughs> My psychiatrism, yeah. I think that's what it's called. Then yeah. we give it. But first and foremost, we are super fans of the show. You're, and br- you're bringing the energy this morning, aren't Tom, you? Tom, I'm giving you life. You really, are you literally? Oh, life. I, I don't know if you can tell by our voices, but we did go uh, on a night out last night. It was uh, some dear friends of ours' wedding. Yes. Congratulations, Ollie and Sally. We um, were sober for two weeks and it, we did a good job. We did it, really good. It was always planned that we'd have a drink at the wedding. Yeah. Now, we may, uh, Balo's like really, really bringing the energy up today. I think you're doing it, you're compensating, you're bringing me up <laughs> with you. I'm really here for it. Yeah, I raise the bar. Come join I me know. up here. I need to, Come I join need to, me up here. Oh, you know, and later on today, we're actually going to the Rocky Horror Show in Manchester. Absolutely. Everyone, yes. Tom's going to have us. I'm literally, our Dr. Tom here is going to have her ass hanging out. <laughs> I'm I've, going seen as, the, I've seen the costume. I'm going as, you approved the costume. Um, I'm, go, I'm going as Frank and Furter, as I always do. So obviously, you know, there's a little bit bit of an element of uh it's, it's quite a revealing costume quite a central costume you everyone might say. if you can think of sharon needles her classic ghost face with the <laughs> with the corset and it was during what was the, the glamour go do the one look that you got <laughs> it was during that challenge that fifi's that Fifi the, got they're heard promoting it. the music yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's exactly what tom's going with the feather boas with detox with the feathers I, with the full-on white mask face <laughs> make cake makeup well it's frank it's a frank conferred to look that's basically how we how so we, how we look if you're in manchester tonight look i'm going as brad you are slightly less makeup no no but no. just as revealing actually I'm going as Brad. I'm just going to be wearing a lab coat and some briefs. Yes. And um, <laughs> some socks and shoes, because that's apparently... And some glasses. So. Yes, uh, absolutely. The the pivotal item yeah. there, the glasses. So um, s- say hi if you see us. We're excited. <laughs> we're going to be in Manchester. We're excited. We're going to go there, have some drinks. Yeah. We're going to go to the hotel. With, you know, we're going to get ready. Because mm-hmm. I think part of, part of the fun with going out is the getting ready. Do you I, agree? I think it was something like Rocky Horror Show where you're having to wear a costume. I say having to, like it's the law or something where you have to wear a costume. Then, yeah, I think uh, the, the the fun is the getting ready and stuff. I can only imagine that's partly what a, a drag queen experiences when she's getting ready for her performances, the transformation, the process, you know. But I, I remember when, when I used to go out, when I used to go out a lot when I was younger, mm. I think a lot of the fun was getting together with your friends, Definitely. getting ready together, having the drinks as you're, you know, finding out what you're going to wear. It was more of a necessity back then as well, because when you had had to go out on a tighter budget, yes. pre-drinks were <laughs> pre-drinks essential. Were, and mm-hmm. they still, you know what? Mm-hmm. It everyone, it doesn't change. As you no, go older, no, pre-drinks no. are still even more so essential in today's climate. Absolutely. <laughs> is absolutely. But no, we're going to do that. We're going to go have fun. We're going to look, look, at, look at me. Telling myself I'm going to have fun. After your 30s, you have to tell you, when you go out at night, 
you have to tell yourself, I'm going to have fun tonight. It's just great self-talk. I am going to last past nine o'clock. Mm. I mean, it was hard. Last I'm night. Boogie until midnight. Last night, Tom and I had a little spatter. I was like, it's nine o'clock. I want to go. And you're like, no, we have to stay longer. And I'm like, no, okay, I'm going to go. You can stay longer. I'm like, it's nine o'clock. I'm tired. I want to go home. Barlow was tired. But ha- after that, though, you really brought the energy, actually. Well, and because you, Beyonce came on. You said it was very, Beyonce, like, appeared. I believe that Beyonce intervened. Beyonce like, came on, on the dance floor, then. She can, then you stopped. managed another two and a half hours well then beyonce turned into um proud mary yeah there was some uh, tina uh, there was some whitney uh, then whitney came the, on the i felt like the dj heard that i was gonna leave like, no he's the life <laughs> of the party he's the life of the party Go, look her up look her look her up on instagram what mm-hmm. is what what is her tastes and mm-hmm. then they're like okay that, that's a beyonce i, I queen. think he just looked that's at a beyonce you. stand if i ever need he did not need to go to your instagram he took one look at you and he knew yeah yeah beyonce, one look at okay. you uh, the Divas. Yes. Yeah, yeah. P- put them on. Mar- Mariah, Mariah, she's coming up. <laughs> we're going to have a great time, okay? Now let's have a quick recap where we're at. Oh, right. we've said goodbye to Hershey. We have. Lovely, lovely queen. Now, there there has been some great discussion online oh, I, yeah, yeah, from I know something that gonna, Hershey yeah, yeah, yeah. said. And it's something that I also felt last week when I heard her say this. And I don't yes. know why I didn't say anything. It's because it was right at the end of the episode. It was a ball and we'd run out of time. You, you're right. True. <laughs> That's why. Well, yeah, actually, last week I felt silenced because it was a fashion runway thing. And obviously, that's your thing more so than no, it know. is mine. No, no, no. And I so feel I, every week. Excuse me, Mel? <laughs> excuse me, Mel? I have no voice on this show. Yeah. Just the fact that you were able to speak up and say that speaks <laughs> volumes because you're not allowed to speak. I know, I know. No. Um, so Hershey said something about being a local girl, and I don't think she, it wasn't, I mean, her intention wasn't bad, but she didn't say it in a, in a casting local girls in a good light. That's it, right. what it was did almost. She, did she say, I'm not just a local girl anymore. Is that what she said? No, it was... There's something to that effect. I would go home and be a local girl. Something, it was something like that. I, uh, some, some, Yeah, you're right. Her intent, we know her intent was, was not to offend anybody, but the way it came out could be construed as disparaging towards yeah. inadvertent... I don't even really like the term local girl because everyone's a local girl. Everybody comes from somewhere, you know? Do you know what? The local girl is something that's come from RuPaul's Drag Race. Yep, yep. Yeah. And uh, there's been a lot of discussion online about... Um, I mean, for for example, I just want to bring up one of the, the best queens to ever come from the franchise, and that's Bianca Magnolia Dario. Crawford. <laughs> I actually loved Magnolia Crawford. Well, yeah, okay, fine. But Bianca Daria responded on Twitter. She said, I've been lucky enough to be a local girl for the past 28 years of my drag career. That means you're working and take pride in that. Mm. Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with being a local girl. That's it's it's really arbitrary just because a queen has made it onto drag race doesn't mean that she's any better or any worse than the other girls that she works with in her area exactly um sure drag race gives people a platform which can launch that depending on how they use it and what opportunities come their way it can give them a real platform to transform their career but in terms of talent dedication charisma all these traits then no they're no different than than the local girls. There are some fantastic queens in, in Manchester and Liverpool that we've had the pleasure of seeing who 
and you know haven't yet been on drag race and they may never be on drag race they may not wish to be on drag race but it doesn't detract from their their talent and how amazing they are absolutely yeah i mean you cannot i mean so making it onto the show is not a sign of a great drag queen uh-huh. that's it i mean i'm just gonna call off what it is just because you make the show you are not therefore automatically a a, a fabulous amazing uh-huh. talent you cannot put someone for the likes of scaredy cat up against sharon legrand don't try oh, it. don't uh, don't uh, even sharon will that local queen will eat you don't 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 yeah. do that don't and do so, that some of the queens that we've seen around much like shania Payne. exactly she would actually shania Payne is she would, ridiculously she would talented on drag race. there are so many queens that have made the show they can't mm-hmm. touch her yeah. and her talent and her stardom and queens who are amazing at their craft as well like brenda lebeau mm-hmm. in liverpool oh yes um, like just just amazing and just talented and you're right i think it's okay for a queen who who gets on drag race to feel a sense of validation and recognition from going on drag race that's cool that's valid but, but don't put down the local girls yeah it, it don't does, put it, down it doesn't, don't do that it doesn't put you on a pedestal so i guess coming back to what hershey said i think we can both agree that she she probably misspoke in some way and didn't wish to disparage um her her colleagues her sisters um in that way but that is how it came across unfortunately there was a reaction and it also brought up the wider discussion from a lot of other drag queens local mm. drag queens you know i want to say local drag queens because that's what that's the term for that's me. used i yeah. wish we had another term it's brought, it's brought up a really good discussion online from a lot of the local drag queens um who talk about the entitlement of many rue girls mm. who as soon as they become a rue girl how all of a sudden they change and they're disrespectful when they go to gigs and mm-hmm. they they want their own spaces and they demand so many things it's brought up a, a bigger this a uh, bigger discussion online so i'm yeah. actually following it i'm finding it really interesting <laughs> i guess kind of like thinking as well about the effect that you know reality tv fame is a particularly interesting form of fame isn't it because it can rocket somebody to international recognition overnight and that can be quite intoxicating and i think it really depends upon a person's existing personality as to how they manage that some people it could lead to entitled behavior i could quite see that i would hope that a lot of queens stay true to their roots and stay humble and and don't it, it that it doesn't have that effect on them mm, yeah that's a little discussion that's um, nice wasn't it i guess the infamous thing is <laughs> the the whole rumor about the red m&ms wasn't it yeah which apparently wasn't valentina it's nina benina brown was it? Yes. Nina yeah. Bernina, Bernina Fernanda, Osama Bin Laden. Bro- yes. Wow. Yes. She um, demanded red M&Ms and champagne on her ride. <laughs> but people just assumed it was Valentina because she was such a diva. Well, you know. <laughs> it was a lucky, it was a good guess. Let's be honest. Yeah. 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 Um, also shout out to Monopoly Phonic, who we stand for. Um, our local queen. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Monopoly Phonic, she's very iconic. She is, she's... And she'll show you how to yassify. <laughs> yeah, you can find her on Spotify. Please Thank look you. her up on Spotify. All right. So we're seeing a little bit of the first part. And let's, yep. let's just talk about what's going on. The girls have come back. We'll say goodbye to Hershey. And um, I just want to say, I think Plain Jane is very aware of the fact that RuPaul's Drag Race is a show. Yeah. Is a show that mm-hmm. is potentially up for an Emmy 
And yeah. I feel that she feels it's her responsibility <laughs> to ensure that they don't break that streak. I do. I think that Plain Jane is very aware that this is a TV show first and foremost. Mm-hmm. And she's finding moments and she's she's going for it. My question to you, Tom, is uh-huh. A, do you agree? And B, do you think she's a bit too aware? Because as some of the interactions so random and borderline force yeah that doesn't yeah. feel like a, a natural i mean she, she just went up and said bam it was your like- shit your drag <laughs> shit your makeup shit your shit i would never say that <laughs> it was very i've not had enough screen time this episode yeah. um no i think she's she's very smart she's very aware and i, I do think that there's a line that she's gonna have to tread where um from like fun and shady and driving good storylines to coming across as too forced and produced. Mm. I think she's treading that line, particularly with um, the interaction with the mandatory. Um, the, I, I, I just keep, I'm really curious, like what storyline does she have in mind for herself? Is she going to show us vulnerability at some yeah. point? Is that what, you know, we can see she's come back in the room and there's this tear streak down her face. How did she squeeze that out and why? Yeah, how did she squeeze? I love yeah. that. I love it because it's not real. No. She done found some way to create that <laughs> and I'm confused. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but I, I personally, okay, I'm going to, my prediction is that she is going to ha- produce for herself a redemption arc. Something almost Violet Chachki-esque, you know? You know how brash and overconfident... Well, she had every right to be confident. I don't think she ever changed. Violet Chachki? No. Her storyline was, though, whether you, whether you see it or not, and I do see where you're coming from, her storyline was um, she softened towards the end and she had moments of humility. When? Um, well, I think the two main things I can think of when um, the Queen's reunited for the makeover episode, Mrs. Kasha Davis very pointedly said, Violet, you're the one I've seen the most changing in this time. You've you've really um, learned to humble yourself. And I also remember this. It makes me laugh to think about it because it was just the idea of Violet thinking like, what do humans behave like? <laughs> it was like when Miss Fame was talking about her life story. What does empathy look like? To yeah, me? it's very like psychopathic. <laughs> but, um, like, um, you know, like Miss Fame, um, obviously love Miss Fame. Um, she's a great character. The brand? The brand. Oh, the brand. <laughs> she's a brand. Um, but uh, she was talking about her life story, which was really tragic, wasn't it? Um, she, Her mum struggled drug abuse. She was raised by her grandparents and her granddad was killed. Um, and she was incredibly close. But anyway, she was, you know, talking about her life story. And then there was this cut to this talking head from Violet. And she was like, um, Miss Fame's been through a lot, it seems like. Yeah, yeah. And that was like her, her like, yeah, yeah, I can connect with people. Yeah, yeah. That was her soft. That was her, sorry. Yeah. Are you telling me that was her moment of vulnerability? Tom? That's what they were trying to portray, definitely. No, yeah. I, I disagree. And it's not. Anything against Violet, I love the fact that she won while being the villain. And I'm I'm just keeping it there. Yeah. I did I did not see a soften. I well, didn't see anything like that. The, I didn't see what you saw. In terms of the villain storyline as well, actually Kennedy and Ginger were portrayed as more villainous. The, so the, she was Britta, kind of, the Britta Brigade, the old lady. The better old Britta. lady brigade, yeah. So her and Pearl sort of became although Pearl was really gentle actually, I thought, um became anti heroes, if you like, I think. 
rather than villains. Well, Plain Jane, I'm curious to see where you're taking this. Uh, uh, so, um, but we're here for the ride, Mama. She's going to like reveal like this nurturing side, and it's going to unnerve everybody. Like she's going to sit down with some, like she's going to personally fix a mandatory meetings makeup or something. No, she's going to have to have a moment where she cries and breaks down, and this is why I am the way. Oh, I am. that'll be it. That'll, that'll be, be it. that's it. I love it. Yeah, that, I love it. That's where this is going. Yeah. Um. So they do have their little moments, and I love the I love Dawn. Dawn is a shit stirrer. She's a little pixie. Isn't She's she? like, hi guys, where's where's my spoon? <laughs> I, where, have you guys here it is, found it, it's okay. And um a quite sense frank, of momentarily yeah, misplaced it. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah. Hi, plain Jane. What I remember is quite frankly, you <laughs> said you don't like anything you've done or who you are. Um <laughs> please, um, please discuss. Yeah. <laughs> and discuss. And um but yeah, it's it's made very clear. I love that Mirage spoke up. She's like, Well, you don't have the same relationship. And that's the that's the reality because yeah. you know, in jest she did say, You've not said anything that we haven't already <laughs> told her, yeah. but you don't know her like that. Yeah. yeah you don't yeah. know her like that. So We're why did you do yeah. that? There it is. And this week's um philosophy quote is because mm. last week, what was it? Who was she, um? What was last week's quote? You know, where I see people try to over philosophize. Um, I can't. I'm, I'm thinking of Melinda Vega, really, with like, um, even small droplets can make ripples. There you are. Yeah. Jeez. This week, because you can't unring a bell. Oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where did that come from? <laughs> I've playing? never heard that. That's really, that's really cool. She's, that'll be on her t-shirts. Yeah, you, you can't, can't ring a bell. You can't unring a bell. Quasimodo. And it's true. Okay, you can't ring. You can't unring it. I've, I've heard you ring it. Okay, we're gonna get into this week's Maxi. This week's Maxi, you'll be starring in the sketch comedy show RDR Live. Now, I heard you go. Um, it can't be backed by popular demand because the All Stars Eight was what, what? What were you? What were you muttering the, under your breath when they announced this, Tom? <laughs> the only time they've done it before, to my mind, is All Stars Eight, and that hadn't been released when this was recorded. Okay. So it can't be backed by popular demand. So they lied to us. Yeah, several times. Several, somebody <laughs> lied to her several times. <laughs> they should have put their back on the rack because she was unqualified. To own those shoes. <laughs> I want to memorize that one day. Yeah. And it's going to be up there with my, um, you know, audition piece. Oh, what have you prepared? Shakespeare? No, I prepared Tiffany Pollard. Um, New York's um, Old Maiden Shoes. Thank you very much. Monologue. Yeah, monologue. Thank you very much. And when you're ready. Thank you. <laughs> um, RDR Live. Yes, they're going to be doing that. They need to choose their parts, rehearse their padded asses off, and they're going to be performing the sketches live in one take. Right. So that's the key bit, isn't it? Yeah. If you mess up, it's committed to film for all eternity yeah. if you mess up we see it yeah period um let's have a look at how the roles have been delegated and then i want us to go straight into watching it yeah and giving you know just just looking at it i'm all. up for that yeah the host is mirage hmm well she there's a little tussle with safira <laughs> and i mirage seems to view it as a opportunity to showcase her personality um she's got like a lovely gentle introverted personality so far is what we've seen um and she comes alive when she performs doesn't she yes so what i don't know if it's going to translate we'll have to just wait and see what do you think i i don't 
Do you see it for her? No. Okay, <laughs> that's the question. I, I can't. From what I've seen on the show, when the cameras are on, mm-hmm. um, that's not how you act when talk when the cameras are on, you know. Sorry, I had to digress back to season five. <laughs> when the cameras are on you, six. Mirage, I don't see that. And I'm pretty sure that when you're in your own space, when you're in your own bar back yeah, at home, yeah, yeah, yeah. when the cameras aren't on you, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that you're a different queen. Yep, yep, but yep. so far, I've not seen the queen that you are naturally on film. We've I seen, haven't. We've seen quite a gentle, introverted person. I've, I've seen quite, yeah. to be honest, I've seen quite a shy. Yeah. A shy drag queen. That's yep. just me. So when you fought for, when you wanted, well, the, f- the first thing is this. There's two parts of this. A, you wanted it, and then as soon as you got it, you were you kind of backed out of it. Mm. You kind of backed out of it already. She goes, oh, well, I guess I'm hosting. I wonder if she would have actually been a bit relieved if Safira had pushed her original agenda a bit more. So then she would have had a like more of a character piece. And she would have felt... I think the hosting bit is hard. Yeah. I, I, I would only see it really for queens who are in it, quote unquote, big personalities. Um, it was interesting to me why Safira backed out like that, though, because she seemed quite keen on the hosting. And I think she would have been really good at it. Yeah, absolutely. Then she went for one of the Barbara Shop Quartet girls. Um but she, I could. I was trying to figure out what's going on behind the eyes here because she was. You could see her thinking. I wonder if she was like, "I'll probably do well in any role. I'm going to give her enough rope to hang herself with here, as it were." Is that what it was? I don't know. I don't know. This is your therapy moment, Tom. You talk I to can't, me. I can't figure her Therapize out. Therapize her. <laughs> There's no therapizing her. to be done. I'm just trying to figure out her motives. She doesn't strike me as a queen who would have backed out because of nerves. Mm-hmm. Maybe she was trying to be kind. Maybe she was, tr- she was trying to give Mirage what she really wanted. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. The, um, I mean, this is the season of misspeaking, isn't it? Mm. A lot of the queens misspeak. Um, and it was a tsunami who said to Safira, yep. are you willing to bow down? She meant um, bow out, didn't she? She meant bow out. Yeah. And then I love Safira's like, I don't bow down to anyone. <laughs> and I fully believe her. Yeah. And yeah, she, yeah. She, she was, I, I think she was offended. Excuse your mouth. <laughs> Do you know who I am? Have you not, uh, did, you not, did you not hear my six octave range? <laughs> While doing the splits? splits? Yeah. Exactly. I, I felt like she, I, I <laughs> thought she felt that really. Are you willing to bow down for this? She meant bow out. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Just like, what are these? Come on, education system America. We love. We live. We live. Um, but, but no, so Safira's bowed out. Bowed out. Yes, and mm-hmm. given this to Mirage, who Mirage just automatically backs out. And it's almost like, oh my God, I'm doing it. Okay. I'm getting what I wanted. Oh no. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, yeah. The Barbara Quartet. We'll come to that later. Let's go to, we've got um, Donna Lemon, who's going to be played by Maya. And I think she's on the field okay. reporter. Then we've got the news anchors, one and two, is Amanda and Dawn. Who kind of fought their off of Plasma. Plasma originally wanted it. The roped cue into that as a bit of a trio as well, didn't they? Yeah. So it seems like that scene is going to incorporate all three of them. Q is the Q's quite keen on that brick roll because um, we didn't really mention Q felt personally offended that RuPaul didn't choose her as the winner this week, um, which I get because she's an amazingly talented seamstress and 
a, a big, you know, I think she probably feels her reputation's a bit dented by that. Um, but she's keen to make a splash now. She feels like she's being edged by RuPaul. But I wonder what will happen here. I wonder if they're seeing, oh, we can get a reaction out of this one. We're going to keep edging her. Well, they kind of like not bullied. I'm going to use that word. They kind of pushed Plasma into a different role. And it was so, it was very much a la Jan in the Rusical, in the uh, Madonna mm. Mm-hmm. You know, it it did They're like Jan, but I think the song's more huge because fine, I'm just taking my tits off. <laughs> it was very it's, it's tough. like Jan. I thought that they're like plasma. This role was made for you. This Pe- is Barbara. <laughs> People are already drawing parallels between um, plasma, plasma and Jan. Have yeah. they? Well, yeah. You know, the theater queens, the overthinkers. It's all there, really. Oh, and this, but she's. I I really like her because she's just so intense. She's she's so serious. She's the opposite to playing Jane because I think she lacks self awareness. I don't think she's fully aware really of how she comes across. Um, and that I can see the edit. Well, we can already see. Like we have gone as far as um, uh, just a little the bit into the workroom stuff. We decided to stop there, didn't we? But this it was very very funny that edit when she went on a Barbara monologue. It was and then so good. What she did, and then, and then after that, and then she went to in, in New York, and then what, her nose job, and she didn't get an, and then she won an Oscar. But that was her second Broadway musical. That was her first movie. There well, was she was just what I loved though. Was like she was telling Nymphia and Sophia the story about her going to LA, and they told to get a nose job. And like it seemed kind of apropos of nothing. I was like, why? Why are you teaching them about that? But then I thought like she's barbara she sees herself as barbara she has been she's gone somewhere and she's been told to do something and she doesn't like it but she's gonna rise to the challenge oh god it didn't take, you know what it didn't take much either let's be honest they're like plasma it's a fritz brunet <laughs> it's a fritz brunet come on girl it's a singing, got this. Role. Yeah, it's a singing girl. role come on it's fine but i want the high note i was like <laughs> Real well, you so know, I can belt. I was like, "Well, you're not. You're in the quartet with Miss Six Octaves over there. You're gonna mm-hmm. have to fight her for it." <laughs> We've got so the Brooklyn Stonewall is cute. We've got Candy Lawn and Connie is gonna be Megami and playing Jane, and then we didn't really see what Geneva Geneva Carr wasn't. She no. she, well, she wasn't in the chat room. <laughs> she no. wasn't. What is she? It didn't show us. No. What Geneva was. She's being candy hoed this episode with the edit. So that's um, Who do we think is going to do well? Who do we think is going to struggle? Right. When I look at this queen, uh, this queen, this cast of queens, I don't see like lots and lots of comedians in there. But you can always be surprised, can't you, uh, by what the queens can bring out. I guess I think Plain's funny, uh, Amanda's funny, Plasma's funny. Yeah, I, I look at more of the performances that I've seen mm-hmm. from these queens. Anyone who's given you a sense of campy, for me, is going to do well here. Yeah. Because yeah. if your thing is to be campy, and it's a kind of, it's an acting challenge, it's an SNL, it's a comedy sketch, mm-hmm. I think that it's a more natural thing for you. For yeah. As, as opposed to a girl who's a fierce mama death drop, oh God, fashionista. I think th- <laughs> I think this is not a an easier transition yeah. as opposed to someone who's a campy clown. So yes, I think Plain Jane's going to do well. I think Amanda's going to do well. I think um, Plasma is going to do well. I think yeah. Safira Sof- is going to do well. I think Safira could do anything. So, yeah. So, um, we're going to go straight to it. Yeah. All right, friends. We're back. We're back. We've just seen the RDR live. And it's time for us to um, 
share our thoughts conversate yeah conversate on yeah, it yeah yeah how do you want to go do you want to just go from the queen from the appearance do you want to just talk about what you liked who you liked well you're the producer here balda but may i make a suggestion would you just like to start by talking about who your favorites were who stood out for you please? i just want to say Let's start off on a positive note okay mm-hmm. um plasma thank you very much for being on rdr live yes. i feel like you were the saving grace I, of do you know, yeah, everything. I think that you I do stole agree. the show. I do agree. You stole the show and you also gave life to the segment. And I just, I can't, I mean, I just want to talk about, first of all, you had Barbara, you, I can tell you revere this queen because you had her <laughs> down. You, the high elbows, mm-hmm. the fingers, the way the arm movements, the whole, the shoulders, the shoulder movements. The, yeah, it was very good. The vocals, you had it. The shoulders, yes. Hands, fingers, high elbows, the nasal. The, delivery. The, the yeah, nasal yeah, delivery yeah. of it. The, you know, the, 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 the mic trick the, for that note. That was and, so good. And you got the high note. She, you had, you were just full lawless plasma don't worry about having offended barbara because she will be tuning into this and she will be impressed and no doubt she will tweet she will tweet you she will tweet you and say thank you very much thank Pla- you thank plasma. you plasma plasma has won this week i don't I, care what I, you I, wear you I can agree. walk down that runway in a diaper and you will still <laughs> you will win you have to win she's uh, the winner it's, I thought she did really, really well. I do think she's the winner and I can't see anybody else coming close. Yeah. Maybe if we talk about her scene mates as well. I thought Nymphia and Sephira were good. Yes. I think uh, I think they had the best scene. Yeah. Um, oh, yes. Altogether. Yes, absolutely. Nymphia being between these two vocal powerhouses, <laughs> holding her own, I feel she did. She made it work. She, she made, made it, it work. work. I, I mean, she's she just surprises me. I, I really... Love Nymphia and her her spur and her attitude. Safira, um, she was of course she was great. She was good. Yeah, she's got presence, hasn't she? She yeah. delivered the jokes well. She sang beautifully. Yeah, but I have to say that Plasma was she, she was yeah. She kind of was the Beyonce of the group. She, she was, gave she was the a, a loving but funny homage to Barbara. I think she she played it really really well. Um, so even though all three were good in that scene, Plasma clearly stood Plasma. out. Plasma was Beyonce. To be clear, and uh, please do correct me, none, none of them wrote any of this material, did they? I don't. No, I would. I wouldn't say they did. I no. speculated Mirage might have written a couple of the jokes, but we'll come to Mirage in a sec. But I, I think we should assume they didn't write any of no, this. No. Yeah, I don't think um, they did. And I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I do not think the quality of the writing was very good with this. I think the girls did the best they could with some not very good material. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I found some of the scenes nonsensical. Um, And that's par for the course, sadly, sometimes on Drag Race. Sorry, I'm coming across as a real bitch, aren't I? But... Maybe it's no. because, maybe it's because I'm somewhat hungover. No, no, I'll tell you what it is. I'll tell you, you said you want to start on a positive note mm-hmm. and then you went straight to negative. I know. <laughs> like, what's then, wrong with you? You're me? like, let's start with, what was your positive? Okay, very... well, um, I'm negative. I'm, I hated I this. The script was shit. Um, Mirage, I mean, talk, let's talk we... about Mirage. So I think Mirage gave it a really good go. Yeah. D- did I think that she was the most bombastic host I'd ever seen? No. But she gave it a really good go. I could see her working and trying to bring the energy. She had those little moments where she got people clapping and stuff. Um, okay. No? No. You, you, okay. Go, I, go I, thought, I, I think I really appreciated the work she was putting in. Yeah. Yeah. 
you know, that's it. I don't think she didn't. It's not that she didn't work hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like Mirage was working really hard. I just don't think that what Mirage gives is the host vibe. Mm-hmm. She does. It, it didn't sell. It didn't sell. I felt like she'd be loud in a library. <laughs> I don't think. I don't. I felt like she was just talking to me like in a coffee shop. I'm louder mm. than that when I'm talking to you normally. I know. Tom, I'm like, when I'm ordering coffee, I speak louder to the to the barrister. I'm like, hi, I'll, I, I, I give more. I yeah. just, I just felt like it just, and even the moments where she had to look carefree and welcome to live. I just yeah. felt like, I felt like that enthusiasm was scripted. I, I, I didn't feel, it didn't feel yeah. carefree. It didn't feel joyous. It felt nervous. It did. It did. And and that's unfortunate. Yeah. Um, she I, didn't project enough. It, for me, it was very minimal. But she. But that's not to say that she didn't work hard. I think it. that she was working really, really hard. Yeah. But I just don't think that this is her thing. It's a case of poor casting, unfortunately. She. She. I know she cast herself. She cast herself, yeah, she cast herself mama. Um, but there we go. Dawn had no say in this. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> okay. She is. She, Dawn, the producer. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly right. Is she the producer for the season? You Possibly. think? Possibly. Um, hmm. Tell me somebody else you really liked. I liked Q. Q let's talk really about well. let's talk I about the news anchor. Let's talk about news anchor one and two. Yeah. Amanda Dawn and Q. Okay, I think Q as a brick was good. I think she had very good vocal timing. Yeah, yeah, as yeah. Well, I think she had good character. Now, one thing is, does she memorize this, or was there a teleprompter? It was teleprompted because she looked. For me, I was like, I know you're looking at me, but I feel like you're looking through me when you're supposed to speak. I feel like she was so reliant on the teleprompter. It was 100% teleprompter because they do that in SNL, don't they? Okay. Yeah. So clearly they had time to rehearse the script and learn their lines. Otherwise, the delivery would have been shambolic. However, the teleprompter was there if they needed it. Okay, I, I think that I she was really reliant on the telecom. So, telecom- for example, it, it came off that. Yeah, way. so Plasma didn't seem to rely on the teleprompter. She performed naturally. Safira didn't seem to. Um, but yes, I could see it with Q. I could see a little eyes yeah. darting. And, yes, yes, that's yeah. what I saw. But um, outside of that, I think she was brilliant. She, yeah, her character I liked. It was funny. She gave face. And to, to be able to give character and project through a brick, mm-hmm. come off it. I mean, she did good. You she did, did really, Q really was well. good. Amanda and Dawn, I think they were good. I think they were solid, but I don't think they had chemistry at all. Oh, I'd agree, actually, considering that's how they marketed yeah, themselves. Yeah, exactly. I don't think they had chemistry at all. It felt like you. It felt like two different reporters were in two different rooms i, I didn't there was no mm-hmm. connection between them two there was no yeah it was it was it wasn't there i agree i agree but like like i said they were fine yeah they were good uh, alone thought, but there uh, was no chemistry i thought amanda was the more natural of the two performers i thought it came easier to her um yeah. but yeah Good performance is like a, like a chemistry. I agree. I also liked Amanda's reactions. Let's talk about. <laughs> she, was, she was. Her there. reactions were really good, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Candy Lawn and Connie. Do you know who they were giving me? A, a plain Jane and Megami. Do you know who they were giving me? I'm gonna. I'll t- you, should we say it at the same time? Yeah, Jimbo, Jimbo and, and Jessica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they 
like it was the same. It was exactly. It was exactly the was, same thing. Like the same six room again, windows. Like bad, bad writing because they've rehashed that exact scene and those exact characters that were done within the past six months. That's it. It was. It was the exact same thing. And these Even, aren't going to help the Jimbo comparisons for playing Jane either. Unfortunately, no. not that she could have known. She exactly. couldn't have known at all. Exactly. In fact, yeah. You know, the latest incarnation of Jimbo that she does keep getting compared to, when she was on the show, she would have had, she wouldn't have seen her performance in All Stars 8. Anyway, by the by, bad, bad writing and lazy to rehash that scene. But how did you think Plain and Megami did? Good. I think Very so good. Did. Yeah. I think Plain Jane was, you know, solid. This is her go-to. Yeah. Uh, I can see why she chose this role. She loves the, the ditzy bimbo character and Megami impressed me because this is the first time I'd seen Megami um, kind of step into being funny and camp and I thought she did a really good job yeah mm. she did surprise me you're, you're right in there I didn't think that the character that I've seen of her so far mm-hmm. would have been able to deliver what she gave I, I'm, so Megami yeah. yeah I was pleasantly and happily surprised I'm pleased for Megami because she seems uh, I was worried about her in the first couple of weeks that the that she was going to have like a crisis of confidence and undermine herself mm-hmm. however she's stepping up week on week and it pleases me to see it Brandison uh, Cooper and who else was it uh, it was, was Tsunami and, 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 and Morphine I, th- I think that um they were, they, they looked like they're having a good time. I think them two had chemistry. <laughs> they did have chemistry with each other. Them, exactly. Morphine liked... impressed me, actually. Okay, go Because on. Um, I think she let loose and let, uh, gave us her silly side with this drunken character. And some of her reactions were really good as well. I thought um, she was a much better comedian than I expected her to be. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. I thought. I thought Person. that I thought them two had good like girlfriend bats banter yeah, yeah, together, yeah. Mm-hmm. and I feel like Tsunami was working hard. I'm like, that's a hard worker girl, and I like it. She <laughs> was really, she was pushing through. She was, mm-hmm. she was, she was carrying the narrative, carrying mm-hmm. the storyline, and Morphine was there reacting and being being in the scene. Yeah. So I think them two together were cute. It was giving me very 101 acting, acting 101. Yeah, it was yeah. giving me very. Um, Overacting, mm-hmm. RuPaul um, acting. Yeah, this is RuPaul's Drag Race acting. That face that they give, like that. <laughs> so sorry. They give that same like. Go on, do the, it again. It's the go-to. See thing. if you can, can translate guys, it through one the microphone. Day, let me get a Patreon. You guys gotta get your money. You will get your money's worth because I, I, I don't just give it with my voice. My face, my arms. Are, I am alive on this he podcast. Is. He is. So, but He's I just like want a you Disney to. Character. They were giving me. W- extremely like acting 101 yeah responding yeah, yeah. 101 um rupert drag race acting school of acting it was it was giving me that they were giving what they felt they needed to give i think do and you they, know go on sorry no i was just gonna meant go on to the there are the two scene mates yeah, but i was like, gonna say let's go on to donna lemon who was maya maya surprised me maya was, I think, she was cute was she cute. i actually she enjoyed was. it i, I, I could hear enjoy, you chuckling away. i was chuckling yeah, a lot yeah. of my i was like oh because she gives me serious she gives me like every time report talks to her she's like you look nervous like no. on the stage last yeah. week. Oh my gosh, we didn't really talk about that much either. But like, bless her heart. She was like a deer in the headlights. And she was going, you're giving me really serious. And she was like, 
No, no, timid. She said, didn't she? Timid. You give me really timid. No, no. It's like no. it's like you know when um when you do when you've done something wrong, your mom. Yeah. Like, Did yeah, you do yeah. this? And you're yeah. like, no. No. It was very much like no. Bless and today. Her. The same Felt thing. I think moment. she's just very intimidated by RuPaul's presence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the same thing happened in the in the the walkthrough, and she's yeah, yeah, just yeah. like giving one word answers. Mm-hmm. But I do want to say that Maya surprised me. She was really funny. She was really cute. She was giving. She was. I mean, she was stupid and silly, but that was what the character was. I think if ever a time we've seen her kind of break free, yeah, yeah, this was it. She was just giving into the stupid. And I I really enjoyed seeing the side it of her. Too. She was she. She did what needed to be done. She was silly. She wasn't afraid to look ugly with the wig. Not ugly, but, you know, like trashy with the wig flying off and the one eyelash and stuff. You know, she wasn't afraid to go there, She was giving, she was giving, um, G-Gun eyelash. What was with that eyelash? Or her, she had a bit of it. I didn't mention it at the time, but her, she had a eyelash malfunction last week as well, didn't she? The last look, like, bless her. She's already gone. I I, I know, she she glued her eyelid to her forehead or something. Um, and then lastly, we have Geneva Carr. Um, I'm going to say with Geneva that um, I didn't really rate this performance. Unfortunately. I, again, terrible writing. That's not her fault. But I don't think she was able to inject it with anything that made it kind of good or memorable. I have no words for that performance. Oh, okay. She's going further. I, I, I mean, there's overacting and then there was just... Whatever that was. What? I didn't even un- again the writing. I did not understand what the scene was like. She was like a Republican or something, and they were blaming her for the end of the world. But she was being like, "Girl, look at my glow up." Yeah, Jenny. In all honesty, Jenny, this is probably one of the the um, least strong performances in in the history of the show. <laughs> oh no, it is. <gasps> it is one of the. The, the least the history books this is it is it's, it's going on in history is one of the weakest performances and but that i also want to counter it with this geneva i don't know why you got that role because i feel like she i think geneva could have done so much better yeah in any other role and i think it was specifically that role mm-hmm. her for that role that was the wrong thing i, I think geneva just... could have done better as a news anchor i think she could like with um like as Brandis and Cooper with those two, I think she could have done much better she, having that banter yeah. with one of the girls, having a key. She could have been quite a personable host. Actually. She could have been. She could yeah. have been a better host. Yeah. But I think specifically Geneva in that senator role, it was just it was a it's a very hard no for me, and I, I, I there was no saving grace in that performance. Yeah. Just thinking of Hershey, I think she would have done all right this week, actually. It's a shame that, she went before the acting well, challenge. Because she's more of a like that's just personality how, queen, isn't she? That's how the cookie crumbles, isn't it? Yeah. Or the Hershey bar. <laughs> it's chocolate. <laughs> that, that's just how it, that's just how the show is. It's it is. It is luck and timing. Yeah. That's it. Sorry, girls. Sorry, it's ha- so. Having seen the performances, we're very, very clear that Plasma's our winner. Plasma is the only winner, and I think up there in the top three is probably Q, um, and Nymphia or Sephira, maybe. Anybody else you could see in the top three? Plain Jane. Plain, yeah, yeah, yeah. That works for me. But for me, the bottom two this week is Geneva, absolutely, mm-hmm. and Mirage. Yep, yep, because Mirage as well is the only one who 
not probably not the only one, but who most noticeably fluffed a line or two. Mm. It's, it's, there's tough no, gig. There's no tough way gig around mirage. it. But, but anybody else who could be in the bottom three, but might be safe. Um, it could be any. It could be anybody. To be honest, maybe the runway will affect it. Let's have a see. Who else is there? No, it won't. It's it won't be Megami. No, 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 no. Um, I hope that even they don't do anything to Maya because I think Maya no, was Maya good. did really well. Yeah, and Megami. Um, I don't know. Uh, p- probably Morphine. I know that you. No, I, I thought Morphine. Well, okay. Do you know what? Your, your judgment is much better with these performances, but I actually quite liked her. Well, the, the thing is, there is a clear bottom two. It doesn't matter who I say. That's it. There is a very clear bottom two. So it would be kind of like somebody who's in the bottom three to get a bit of a kick up the bum, yeah, basically. Yeah, but it's it's not going to affect the bottom two. No. Should we go to the runway? Well, it will affect... No. Has anyone in the bottom two got a got a, um, a potion and immunity? No. Yeah. We don't even know how that's going to work yet, either. What are the, one, one of the girls might save... They oh sorry we saw last week don't they? they get asked don't they do you want to use it yeah okay cool let's have a look at the runway oh the category is sure night of a thousand shares really over like about time it's a, about time like we've often said with these night of a thousand runways that share is well overdue because and like Madonna is the other one who like has such distinct eras that are easy to portray. Cher is another queen who's up there with Madonna. People like J-Lo, they don't have eras in the same way. Mm -hmm. So Cher is, and also this is just going to be a a Mackie feast, frankly. Yeah. 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 Kimora Uh, Hall is shaking in her boots. (laughs) Well, Kimora Hall's there saying, none of this is real, Mackie. Yeah. (laughs) So I don't know why they're bothering. Okay. So first up, we have um, Janami Muse. This is really beautiful. I think she's done a great job here. It's very accurate. Um, it's a, a look from the 1979 album Prisoner, and it's from the cover. You've probably seen the picture. She's dressed as a fairy with like the tinsel wig and stuff. A Mackie look, obviously. This is a great recreation, and she's a beautiful model. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. Morphine. Morphine, another stunning girl. And I think she's done such a good job with the hair and makeup here. Um, because she's really giving share. Um, this is uh, based on her 1988 Academy Awards look where she won the Oscar for Moonstruck. That's why she's holding the Oscar. Oh. Yeah. Um, oh, it would have nice, been nice if she'd had her own little Oscar prop, actually, wouldn't it? Um, oh, she pulled a... Um, what was it? She If she did a lovely uh, awards reveal like... Mm-hmm. Is it Michelle... Michelle and her Lady Gaga. Oh, Alexis Michelle. Alexis Lady Gaga. Michelle. Yeah, 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 yeah. They yeah. would have been cute. I think this is a great recreation. Another Mackie look. I might as well just say that. Or I think they're all Mackie, probably. Um, there are very few that aren't. Um, so really good. Uh, now Maya is referencing the look from the red carpet for Burlesque, but it's given me a lot more. If I could turn back time. Yeah, she's she's giving me Missy Elliott again. <laughs> Is it just her energy? Is it just her walk? Um, so I think she wanted, if I could turn back time, somebody else has done it. And she was like, well, I'm doing it anyway. Because <laughs> it's nothing like the reference photo. However, she looks great. Um, oh, I love this a lot. The bodysuit with the stoning, the jacket. I mean, she looks great. It's just not very accurate to the reference photo. So Geneva is giving um, this circus ringmaster look from the 70s, which I wasn't familiar with. Um, I think there's a couple of bits really i just think it's unfortunate that i mean she's on a budget obviously all these queens are on a budget Mm. the feathers on the gauntlets just 
when you compare it to the reference photo and the feathers on the hat, they're just not there, are they? Um, the bodysuit is nicely fitted to her, however. Nice sequined bodysuit. Um, I guess just kind of like overall, it, 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 I, I just see her budgetary constraints and I don't mean that in a disrespectful way because she's doing the best she can. Um, that's pretty much but what But she's I'm, pretty. She's a gorgeous girl. Um, this is a good one from Mirage. Um, so from a concert look from 1979. Again, very classic Mackie with the, the feathers and the, the sequins. Um, this almost sort of Arabian princess sort of look, isn't it? Uh, lovely lavender hue. Uh, I think it's a good recreation. And I think it, it fits um, Mirage and her character. You know, very Vegas. Yeah. Oh, it's very Vegas. Yeah. I've, I just, the way that Mirage, when she's performing or walking the mm-hmm. runway, this is the spark she that you serves, don't- She serves, doesn't yeah, she? This, this confidence that she has there, mm-hmm. uh, this, this is louder than what she was doing. Yeah. She speaks louder- With her body. Walking mm-hmm. silent, mm-hmm. walking the runway silent that she does hosting. And, and that's, that's the- mm. This, oh, but she looks bloody good. Megami, Megami, oh. so, uh, Megami obviously did get the, uh, you know, she won the ballot of uh, Turn Back Time. She's given a really I, fun share-esque performance. I'm really enjoying it. And come the, through, Megami. She's, she's, she's doing really well this, this episode. Week. Yeah. Um, the the bodysuit and the jacket is just, it's all very, very good. Uh, a great nod to the original uh, and lovely performance, love it. I didn't. I didn't understand what you were, what you meant when you were saying Maya's giving turn back time. But she was until I mm. saw Megami's. Mm-hmm. Then now I'm like, oh yeah, she was absolutely. She was like that was turn back time. I still sure. want it, and I'm still yeah. doing it. You can't stop me. Plain Jane is sure. Nineteen seventy four Met Gala. This is one of Cher's most iconic looks, and one of my favourite looks because the look was so ahead of its time with the the nude um, dress um, and the, obviously a, a Mackie look because Bob Mackie was with her on the red carpet. Um, Jane's recreation is really lovely. Looks very, very expensive. I will say she's given it a lot more feathers than the original had. Um, Good. She's a drag queen. She is a drag queen. And I get that. But the original, the feathers, it was almost like a delicate touch. It was almost like she was walking on a cloud. Do you know? Yeah, well, now Plain Jane is the cloud. I think, you know, I'm nitpicking at the details, really, because she still looks stunning. This look has been done several times before. We've seen Isis Couture do it. We've seen Taste do it. Uh, Obviously, um, the Mackie doll, Kimura Hall, has done it. Um, for photo shoots but she looks really really beautiful from the house of hall chicago's mackie doll to be beaten face i'm the, the most mo- mo- glamorous in this place the, the way, way my beauty shines kimura's gonna blind them man snatch the crown out oh. ladies pouring glass <laughs> can't do the whole song <laughs> and born in last. okay yeah uh but she looks really expensive does plain jane um very very lovely uh, Amanda Tory is referencing um, a collector's edition uh, Barbie doll uh, from 2001 uh, based on Cher. Obviously, again, does Mackie's done a lot of Barbie designs, actually, like um, Kamora's dragon Barbie look. Remember, <laughs> Princess of the East. Um, this is lovely. I think considering it's based on a doll, she's really amped up the glamour with this big duster a slash boa thing. Um, she looks great. The second time we've seen the uh, Blair St. Clair. She's left a legacy, hasn't she? She's left a legacy. Um, Now, 
in a sea of sequins and feathers, Dawn has gone down a different route, which is cool because I think that's Dawn. We're always going to get Dawn presenting from a different point of view. And she's referencing a, um, I guess this is kind of like late 60s um, share, uh, probably around the time of like, I got you, babe, and the Sunny and Cher show, that sort of thing. Um, it's interesting because the original photo is black and white, so she had to make up her own color scheme for it. And with the bell bottoms and the furry jacket, she looks really, really cute. Uh, I would bet she made this herself as well. I think she looks great. Q from Sunny and Cher Comedy Hour 1973. What do this you think? Is beautiful, uh, very, very, well, I mean, obviously, yeah, very sort of Creole de Ville sort of look, isn't it? This is another Mackie gown. Uh, again, I would wager Q made this herself or with the support of one of her drag family. Um, just really, really beautiful. It's a fantastic recreation right down to the headpiece. Very accurate. But she did this with the Judy Garland look last week. She's just very, very good, at accurate, expensive looking homages. I mean, that looks good. Yeah. And the headgear is the winner. I love it. So Plasma um, is really, really gorgeous. Um, a recreation of another Met Gala look, actually. Um, from the, oh, which, the, later in the 70s or perhaps the 80s. Um, anyway, um, it's it's a really, really fun, again, she looks expensive. I think the key with this is if you're doing Mackie, you've got to throw all the stones at it. You cannot go easy. You cannot do a, like, cheap-looking recreation of a Mackie look. You've really got to go all out and, unfortunately, spend some money on it. Mm. And that, that's been done successfully here with Plasma's look. Um, the Met Gala theme that year was, um, like, Treasures of India or something like that. So um, I, I don't know if that's what the pattern on the bodice represents. Um, the pattern is a little different to the reference photo, but I wonder if she did that to actually create a more flattering um, silhouette. But she looks great. What you're saying is that when you're doing sheer, you need to Jocelyn Fox it. <laughs> you, you need to, to throw you everything. need to throw everything on it. <laughs> every stone every sequin every payette just get them all together and put them on one dress nymphia wind nymphia looks great um as she always does and this is a reference to a music video um ain't nobody's business if i do um so as we know, Cher has journeyed around the globe in terms of inspiration. And one could argue that this is cultural appropriation, of course, because it's a well, word we've never heard. But it's a word she never heard. Cultural appropriation. Notice how nobody did half-breed. <laughs> nobody was going there. Um, she looks really, really beautiful. Like, I think her drag is just so exquisite. Her The new delusion on the, the bottom half of her body is just great. Like, her skin tone matches really well. Um this she's not wearing a lot, but all the pieces are beautifully done from the headpiece to the wig. She looks every inch sheer as is Nymphia Wind as sheer as Cleopatra, you know. Safira's giving us Las Vegas 2017. Uh, really, really beautiful. So from a recent, um, uh, it was her, her Vegas residency, classic share. Obviously, Bob Mackie did all the costumes. And this is a really beautiful one. I'm sure she selected it really carefully because the the kind of, the feathers and the collar, I think, fit well with her um, drag aesthetic anyway. And especially because Cher was wearing an Afro wig in in the uh, ah, original. Yes. So I guess she was like, going, right, okay, well, you know, I mean, Safira portrays black excellence every week on the runway. So I can see why she gravitated towards this look. That looks 
I have to say, I love that. Oh, look. Just, Safira, that look is wow. I mean, it, bloody hell, wow. There are a few up here that I think even Bob Mackie himself would be like, you've done an excellent job of recreating this. I want you to choose your top three looks from this week. Uh, I think oh, oh, it's really hard because there's some really good ones. Um, I'm going to say Safira and Nymphia. Mm-hmm. That's two. Who's um, getting your final one? Oh, it's really, really hard to say. Uh, do, 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 do. It could be Shinami or Q. Okay. Or maybe Plasma. Shinami or Q, I think. You're giving me too many names. I know, I know. I the winner do. this week is Plasma. That's not going to change with this runway. And the bottom two, because of that performance, is not going to change either. Mm-hmm. It is I actually going- think, sadly, Geneva had one of the worst looks as well. Mm. Not that it was a bad look. It was just one of those when it's next to the reference photo, you can really nitpick it. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's, a, it's a, drag is expensive. It is, it is. And I, I know, because we do say quite often, you know, we respect the fact that the Queens are on a budget and yeah. they do what they can with the means and the materials that they have. Um, it just comes back to what I was saying about this particular runway, like to do Mackie well, and nearly all of her most iconic looks are Mackie. Mm. You've got to throw a lot of money at it. And that's unfair and unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. it's... Oh, I just yeah, it's 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 expensive. Yeah, and I yeah. feel for these queens, especially when you're just going from let's you know a, a local girl to now <laughs> being onto Drag Race. Yeah, it's not like they give you a budget, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. And there's been talks about okay, what if they were all they are in, they were all only allowed to spend a certain amount to even the playing field, but then it wouldn't make good TV and it wouldn't make good. You know, it's just they say with All Stars Nine, they've actually given them a stipend. Really? Which is like, mm, if you're going to do, like, that's a precedent that's been set now. You've got to continue that with each season you film, I think. Yeah, they should. The people who need the stipends aren't exactly. the all-stars, girls. Exactly. Bloody hell. The girl, mm. These girls need it. Yeah. Um, let's see if they agree with what we think. Without a doubt, we knew this. Congratulations, Plasma. Well done, Plasma. I Very mean, well-earned win there. It was it was a Fritz Bernays, darling. <laughs> she it produced was. a Fritz Bernays. And hi with her work, Q, and um, Plain. And oh, I'm sure Q, Q might have something to say about that next week, but we'll see. Well, she shouldn't. She shouldn't have anything <laughs> to say about it. Like, Plasma you know was the clear winner. Yeah, there was a clear winner. Yeah, and mm. you were lucky enough to be next to her. Yep. But yeah, Q's been very consistently high. She is due a win. Yeah, she will at some point, I think. And I think I think the show likes her as well. Yeah. She's great. Um, she is. She's full package. Bottom two. Bottom three. We've got bottom three as, as uh, Geneva. Geneva mm-hmm. Carr. Then we have uh, Mirage. Mm-hmm. And down there is Maya, which I think is not fair. They, they gave her weird critiques as well. They were like, oh, we liked you a lot. And then they started... Um, criticizing her in a way that felt a bit unfair they made her do they made her do the share impression on stage and yeah it was it was comical bless her she was, that's great <laughs> and so as they said that'll be memeing everywhere uh mimi it'll be a mimi as uh County they're Alvin gonna meme your ass gonna meme your ass but at bottom two is uh geneva and mirage now we've seen untucked and I don't think that much happened really, but they did make sure to include Mirage talking about not really knowing the words to this song, which is Dark Lady by Cher. Power of seen the lip sync and Balo, as our performance expert, can you tell me what did you see? Mirage is hypnotizing. 
Mm. Mirage is hypnotizing. For me, without without I didn't really read I didn't really see this she didn't know the words. I know that I was hearing people saying it, but I wasn't seeing it that much. And it's like a, a, And like who can see their lips from that far? Exactly. Who Especially can what, see those lips when come off they're it. They're lip syncing to the camera, they're not lip syncing to the girls in the back. So, you know, Plasma comments on it, but it's like Girl, you <laughs> Plasma, you've been given a line here. That's yeah. great. You play that role, girl. <laughs> we can see you're an actress. Uh, she looked a little mush mouthed when you looked, but it wasn't it wasn't atrocious. Girl, she was dancing so beautifully yeah. and elegantly and it was I didn't care about her lips. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Yeah. Uh but you know, it is a lip sync, so I guess it should count, but no. She, for me, who won the performance? It was Mirage. What did you think of Geneva? Oh, Geneva's such a good fighter. She's a strong fighter. You know, she's never, ever going to give up. She never has given up. She's <laughs> performed every time she needed to. Mm-hmm. Has she lip synced every week? Um, That you can lip sync, yes. Yeah. Because there were no lip syncs for the first um no, she, There episode. was because she lip synced for the win. Oh, she's lip synced every week. She's lip synced in every episode she's been in. Wasn't, so she ain't nervous. Wasn't Caramel doing that at one point in the UK? Yes. I I think Mirage should stay. But if they're going to focus on the lips, then I guess they're going to give it to Geneva. Geneva um, did put up a good fight as well. And you know one thing? If I heard, if I was Geneva and I heard that she didn't know the words, the, yeah. the, my, that my opponent didn't know the words you know what i would be doing i'll be doing coco montries absolutely i'll be i'll be letting the judges mm-hmm. know that i know every single word mm-hmm. i would make it very clear yep um but i think mirage won sorry the lip sync performance mirage won should we see what they think so geneva has um been chosen to stay yes she lived strike another day and it was a very very sad farewell to to mirage a very open show of emotion there um you i think you said something very um uh, i i what you said was she seemed humiliated bless her i I, yeah i think it was i don't think it was sad i think she was more embarrassed embarrassed frustrated i think it was a lot of really really difficult emotions because she did perform beautifully um and she is a great queen uh she, she, you know, we can't argue with her deserving to be in the bottom two this episode. That is true. Um, but it came down to, they made a, they really focused on her not knowing the words. And that's what it came down to in the end. I think, you know, if I'm to put myself in her shoes, she's thinking, well, why didn't I just learn the words? It's not that hard. It's something I do every day of the week. Yeah. Um, so who knows what exactly happened there, whether it was just, you know, nerves got the best of her or she didn't really think she was going to be in. Well, she she she's had none. She well, thought she was going to be in the bottom there's two. There's so much. There's so much. I mean, you have mm. to know every single song and you might not even have to perform them. Yeah. And so this uh, is I don't, Drag Race. It's not easy. It does. No, I don't, it doesn't look. Yeah. First of all, I want the girls. If you're listening, it doesn't look easy either. <laughs> but I, but I can I can tell you that it's. I, I know it's not easy. It doesn't mm. look easy, and I know it's not. And I just think this is such a pressure. Such a. Pr- I mean, oh, it totally I can't is. Imagine. I can't imagine. Yeah. But Mirage, you you are amazing. I think you. She I is. think you're such a strong performer, and this is. 
Like, just the beginning. Just it is. It's absolutely the beginning. The outpouring of emotion that she had. Like, I don't like, I was going to, I do think she was very brave in how honest she was, um, especially to the camera backstage. She was like, this sucks. I hate it. And it's like, yeah, it's like, cause so many girls you can see they're putting on a brave face, but she was very open and honest with how she was feeling, but she just couldn't contain her emotions. Was she? I just wanted somebody to run up and give her a hug. Poor thing. Mm. They gave her a nice round of applause. But yeah, we shouldn't be just run over and hug at her. I think she, who else is it? She's up there with Dahlia Sin with no exit, the walk straight out. Who else has done that? Kind of Jenny Lemon. She just kind of went Jenny- <laughs> and walked off stage, didn't she? We don't talk about that. We don't talk about. We don't that. talk about that. No, it's just her and Dahlia who has hasn't. It- I'm pretty sure there's more. There's probably more, but she's but right now, right now, Tom and I, we we need to get to Manchester. We need to get our face Dude. done. We're gonna get ready. We're gonna get lunch. We're gonna get some cocktails. We're gonna have a great Saturday evening, and we're gonna be a Rocky Horror singing along, heckling the crowd. Let's do the and time to, work I am going to be out singing Frank and Freda tonight. I'm gonna take my own mic, <laughs> and I'm gonna let her know how it should sound. Don't you dare. Okay, Don't so you dare. everyone, this is Paolo and Dr. Tom. We'll see you guys very soon. Lots of love, guys. See you soon. <laughs>